Welcome to the world of football misery, out of Europe, out of Europe, extra time in the Cups to lower league opposition, death is preferable to penalties, but we're still in, still here, still alive, we're chips for winners. Hello Kevin. Hello John, that's depressed me now. Uh, well, we, we've got cheery chat, but it's is not been an easy week. to penalties? I like penalties. I, 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 I think in that cup situation where you've already gone through... Oh, that would... I mean, yeah. I thought we were going to have penalties at the Clues game, and I thought, I can't I can't be in the ground if it stays 1-1 and goes to penalties, I'll leave. I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, I don't mind penalties as a thing. Pe- penalties when you've already gone through the trauma... Trauma. <laughs> of Dundee, where you have just scraped it. I mean, I'm already going on to cup games here, but that thing where you where you score a last minute winner, yeah. you know you're you, a last minute equaliser to stay in the cup, you know you're going to win that. It very rarely turns around the other yeah, way. Momentum is, a, yeah. momentum is a thing. Uh, so maybe not. Maybe I wasn't preferring death to penalties. Maybe just death to life. Yeah, that'd be all right. I felt like that last Tuesday night. Sorry, <laughs> that's all right. That's the first bit of noise in this pod. First bit of noise in a podcast in ages. Right, let's have a wee um, quick chat about. I guess we'll do the league cup first, will we? Well, that was the most recent, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That was our most recent disappointments. So let's start there. Where do you want to go? Your game. We both watched your game. Yeah, we did. Uh... So I've watched Aberdeen two Sundays in a row now. It's pretty bleak. Yeah. It was bleak, to be honest. I I was at the allotment and I watched it while allotmenting and weeding was preferable to watching it. So I, wa- I watched it over watching East Fife Rangers um, because I have access to Red TV. Uh, I like the Red TV commentators. They're all right. They're very honest. They weren't impressed. But Aberdeen were really bad. Dundee just Dundee should have had the game won. And then they uh, lost a really sloppy goal in the last minute. And then after that extra time, there's one winner, like you say, momentum that's killed Dundee, that goal. I was watching myself and Murder just, we sat down to watch the second half, you know, when it's that tense, so we stopped weeding and just watched the second half. And I said to Murdo with about 10 minutes to go, Dundee are going to regret the fact that they're not managing this game out. They were attacking and throwing balls in the box with like three minutes to go. And you're like, don't do that. You're you're through in the cup as things are. You just need to be a little more savvy. You're not going to benefit. Just keep anything it. by giving the ball away, run it into the corners, and they yeah, didn't kill the game. I think they just thought they could score again. I felt like they thought they were well on top. Well, they were, I know, but that's mad, isn't it? <laughs> it's mad. Like they they looked by far the better side. Um, they did, and they controlled midfield. It was it was the same nonsense as against Saint Mirren. There was just no kind of thought and invention in getting the ball between the back and the front. This was a, more like your. Um, first team though wasn't it on Sunday Cosgrove's back in Logan's in like who were you missing on Sunday no one really I don't think were you uh, I, I mean you could make an argument that Considine isn't the first choice centre half how not he's great I like him oh he's terrible yeah you're, you're, you wait till you get McKenna and then you'll see what terrible is um, no I, I, that's pretty much as good as you can get on paper everyone's there first choice yeah uh, that did not look like the Dundee team of last year. They actually looked like they liked each other. 
didn't they? <laughs> they did. They were I, like, we're going to do this for each other. We're going to work through this. We're going to get fired in. We're going to work hard. We're going to try. And, and they had more chances. They just looked more more attacking. That, I mean, is that what happens when you drop down a league and you get a couple of good wins and your confidence comes? Is football just purely that confidence and, and momentum? Okay, there must be a lot of it because players are, I guess like exceptional players you can see but the guys that look good like Nelson and that who came into Dundee last year look good again uh-huh. um, but then he just had a team around him who looked a lot better and a lot more confident nah man I think Aberdeen struggled oh we know they did are you worried? I I have never no maybe I had a brief flirtation with the McInnes out camp which seems really? to well the McInnes out camp has existed I think it's always existed because of his Rangers connections and it definitely ramped up after the whole Rangers thing. But he turned that down. That's not he, caused by him. No, and he turned that down based on the principle that Rangers, the skinflint bastards, wanted him to resign from Aberdeen and then take up the job at Rangers because they couldn't pay the compensation at the time. Is that what happened? That, as far as I understand it, that's exactly what happened. And he said, I won't leave Aberdeen on those terms. Well, they found plenty of money since. Yeah. Uh, but that's when they were struggling to pay everything towards the end of the season that season, remember? Right, yeah, I remember it kind of bubbling along. Yeah. Roughly when Rangers were playing Aberdeen in a couple of games. <laughs> then beat timing. us twice. Yeah. yeah, the timing of that was <laughs> maybe not as accidental as it looked, eh? I don't know. I'm not. I mean, we can get onto conspiracy theories because they're big in the week. There's gamesmanship all involved in that. I mean, he he did the right thing. Whether or not he's going to take Aberdeen forward, I don't know. Like, you you, you see instantly what happens when you take out uh, Kilmarnock's manager, who's undoubtedly a better manager than Derek McInnes. But like the effect one person can have on a team. Yeah, of course. And if you look over the piece and you can say, yeah, Rangers were out of the league and Hearts were out of the league for a bit, but Aberdeen were consistently the best team. And that does take a fair bit of management to achieve that. not the that. best team. Well, you know, I mean... Second best. That's a difference. Consistently the second best team in the face of a Celtic team that were miles ahead and, and a Celtic team that also will have players that will go on to prove how good they were, like Dembele, like Tierney. Van like Dyke. Van Dyke weren't in that one at that point. No, but he was... Yeah. When Rangers were in the lower leagues, he was kicking about. Yeah, so you've got that. So you've got that level of thing. So yeah. I, I think McInnes has done a fine job. I think it's just really difficult to turn so teams around. So how long did you think of the McInnes out thing? How long were you like, maybe that's what I want? Uh, a couple of weeks. Uh, and I think we just had so many of these stale. Either we were drawing or losing games, and or there were the, you know, nil nils or one nils, and it just it gets so turgid. But it was getting us, it was getting us through. You know, um, I think it might have actually been the season that we finished on a high, uh, and everything kind of came together that year with the uh, ending in beating Park Thistle six. Uh, nil was it six nil six one the last game of the season I can't remember but anyway there was a period in that where everything was dreadful you know and it just wasn't quite working but then where do you go well exactly what 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 where can a guy take Aberdeen yeah second well McInnes has done that consistently cup final McInnes has done that consistently 
Not one though. Like no, other people I know, win I cups, know. you know. But, well, not many other people winning cups recently, John. <sighs> That's true. You know, in the yeah. last ten years, how many? Most a lot of teams have won. You know, I don't think anyone else is winning cups. So I, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I think they will this year. But um, what Aberdeen will win a cup? They've got. I I think there'll be two other teams that win cups this year. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that wasn't your prediction when we made predictions last week. Well, it depends on the draw. I mean, I, are you are you having a black week? Here? A black week? Why would I have a black week, John? We appointed a manager who was eight for Hibs in the dressing room after a game. How can that go wrong? How can that go wrong? And uh, he he obviously uh, left Hibs in good terms. Yep, yep. They were sad. Same goal. Um, his man management skills to the fore. Uh, so he leaves Hibs and then obviously our guy walks out and we do I mean I understand why they gave him the job at the time that week I can see why they did it to steady the ship made a lot of sense but I'm already way past uh, the honeymoon stage here this is a this is a disastrous move that sounds like I know right people are going to say you've won three trebles back to back and you're moaning but we 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 should we should be way better than we are, you know. That was a terrible appointment. This is a a club of what turnover, one hundred and twenty million pounds a year turnover or something like that, one hundred and ten, one hundred and twenty, and they don't look at a single other candidate for the most important job in the whole club. Like that's negligence. But that thing about not looking at, it, I mean, they must have because they took so long. Well, about they came it. out and said they didn't. Yeah, but they're lying there. Surely so they went So why are they lying about it? Because then you have to face facts that perhaps you had these list of candidates and those candidates turned you down, no, and then I think I think it's to do with Lowell being a bit of a liar, John. I mean, he did this podcast, one of the Celtic podcasts, maybe at the end of last season, not last season, the season before that, and he came out and said, "Well, you know, we have a list of targets, and we don't get target A, we move on to target B, and then we go to target C." That's nonsense. We don't have a list of targets. I mean, Tierney left the twenty sixth of July. Liam Lennon's and BBC saying. Oh, we have a contingency plan for if he leaves. He's left. There's no plan. <laughs> Nothing's happened. Uh, he said, Lovell again, you know, we have a plan at all times for how we progress. We, everyone knew Rodgers was going to leave. There was no plan to replace him. Money comes in, no plan to replace anybody. How much money are Celtic sitting on currently? Enough. Like, it, I've never seen that figure bandied about. I've seen I, several I ones. There was, there was the thing saying there was like 40 million in the bank. And then there was some Dembele money coming. There was some Rogers money coming. There was some season ticket money coming. And then there's £25 million Caden Tierney money coming. Okay, there's outgoings on that. Don't get me wrong. But Celtic are wealthy enough, John, right now that they could have impl- they could have paid a decent coach and they could have done their transfer business before. Again, we come into these qualifiers. AEK last year, but yeah, is in a huff. We don't have any plan to replace him. We know he's got a year to go in his thing. So we fudged that. We lose nine million quid for him overall. That was a bid from Fulham that Rogers made them turn down because we had no plan in place to replace him. We gamble on these things all the time. We qualifying for the Champions League twice in the last four years isn't success, it's failure. Look what the teams that have knocked out. AK Athens are horrible. Cluj, terrible. Uh, Maribor have knocked us out. Uh, Legia Warsaw hammered us. Uh, Slavia Prague would have beaten us next round if we didn't get put out by Kluge. Kluge scored four at Celtic Park. Like Celtic only conceded four at home in Europe twice before that. PSG, 
when they beat us 5-1 and they had Cavani, Neymar and Mbappe up front. Okay, fair enough. And the New Zealand Belgrade 5-4 game. That's it. Clue scoring four. That's a crime. I was Last week, I was moaning at Kamarnik for killing our coefficient. What a dickhead I am. Because we've just done that. You know, like, it's just no ambition, no planning. Lawwell has watched his wage go up. I think his wage when he started as CEO was like 0.03 of the turnover. And now the turnover is the same and his wage is nearly 4% of it. Really? I think it's increased like tenfold. Maybe 3% of the turnover is now Lawwell's wage, including bonus. And in that time, he's not grown the turnover at all. How? Who's deciding that? Why is he getting to do this? There's failure on his park. It doesn't feel like he's under any pressure from Dermot Desmond because the same things happen every year and nothing changes. You can't. I don't judge Celtic on domestic thing because we've got more money than everyone else. We should be better than everyone else, you know? But when it comes to Europe, that's when you judge us. And we fail all the time against teams that have budgets. A tenth of ours. Celtic have more, a bigger wage budget than the whole Romanian league put together. Includes beat us 4-3 at Celtic Park. Didn't draw. We didn't go out and away goals. They beat us over two legs. How? And that is essentially from a winning position as well. You've thrown that away. You've, I mean, you're coming come, back come home back, with a score draw. Come back with a score draw. Don't concede and we go through. Right? So let's keep a clean sheet and we're through no matter what. Right, let's put let's take our best midfielder and put him at left back. Oh no, look, they've scored from across to our left back. After having a chance from across to our left back. Go in one nil down, then it's like, oh okay, he's gonna change this. Here come subs. Outcome I genuinely counted the players twice, right? When they came out waiting for the Coos players, I was like, There's fucking eleven out there, he's not changed this. Carnage. You know, I just think Lennon's undoing so much good work and I think he's gonna undo some really good recruitment. I can see, I mean, I pray this doesn't happen, but if you're Edward, why the fuck are you hanging about here? Why? I mean, the club's not progressing. You're better than this. You could go and make money. You could go back to France. You could go back to France pretty fucking soon as well, to be fair, because if Juventus come in for Dembele, why would Leon not come back and go, well, Dembele's worked. Here's the other guy. We'll take him. And then where are we? Lee Griffiths. And by himself. I mean, Bayo's there. Bayo came on the other night when we're chasing a goal. Didn't play against Motherwell the week before. Didn't get a run out against St Johnston when we went 7-0. Can't get out. Doesn't start against Dovermland on a Saturday. Clearly needs games. We get all these opportunities to give him games. Nope. Most important game of the season. On you go. There's seven minutes. Get a goal for us. Fuck, what? Just a shambles. A shambles of the club just now. People might say you've just had it too good. Nah. No, because to me, European, we haven't had it too good. We should be in the Champions League every year. Peter Law will love saying Celtic are a Champions League club. How? How are we? Last time we were there, PSG beat us 7 1 away, 5 0 at home. Barcelona have scored 7 against us there. We get there and we just get pumped. Like we get pumped. We'll come third in the group, but we'll get pumped off the top two. We're not a Champions League club. He loves saying that because it makes him look good. I'm the CEO of a Champions League club. I'm in all these little think tanks. He's now part of the guy that's getting to... He's one of these... There's four clubs now looking at how they can maybe move to nation... Remove the nation coefficient and make it club only. And Law was involved in that. He's looking for ways to how to make it easier for Celtic to qualify for the Champions League. But the easiest way is spend some fucking money. You know, uh, invest in scouting. We have five scouts. Really? Five yeah. fucking scouts. It's all we have. Porto have about 60 scouts. Then that's the, that's the market we're in. 
Porto went out of the Champions League last week as well. So I'm not, you know, they've got their issues too. But why have we got five scouts? Why have we got this massive turnover and we're just stockpiling money? And there's no investment. A little bit of investment. I mean, it's spend money to make money. And they don't do it. And they, and they never learn. Like AK last week, AK last season learned nothing from that. Nothing, apart from not to play Jack Hendry. What would you have done different then? Because you, you from which point? Let's let's not just take let's because I can see you're um, a little bit dejected in the entirety. But going into last week, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't play a best midfielder at left back. You know, I mean, so then you have an ineffective left back and your midfield's missing a key player. All because, right, so Encham's playing well, so he wants to get Encham in the team. But Lennon will not drop Brown. Terrified to drop Scott Brown. So how do I get Brown, Encham, McGregor and Christie in the team? Well, I play, I play McGregor at left-back. When's that ever worked well? You know, last time I worked well, when he came on the Scottish Cup final, when um, your man smashed Tierney in the mouth, McGregor went to left-back and Roderick came on. Yeah, but then that was the switch then. because... Yeah, but he played left-back then. And then remember Aberdeen had a great chance. Remember um, Shinny crossed the ball in, McGregor gave the ball away at left-back and Aberdeen nearly scored. That nearly even went fucking wrong. He's not left-back, but do you know what it is? He's left-footed. It's fucking primary school football. Oh, left-back, who can it be? Who can... I left, he's got a left foot. We'll put him there. What? He's fucking five foot nine. And, and Cluj, the first leg, love hitting diagonal balls, long diagonal balls. That's what they do. So your full-back's kind of important. Fuck, you can't even see it. So there's there's mistake number one. Is there a disconnect in Celtic between the scouting and the manager? That seemed to be a thing that was there With in Rodgers' time as well. It didn't look like a lot of these guys were well, players well, he well, wanted well, or were well, they? It was kind of, I don't know. I mean, by all accounts, Lennon wanted these two guys. I mean, he went to Paris to talk to Julian to get him to come. I mean, he can't not go if the club say we're buying him. So, uh, but I don't think that... The issue is we kind of have a director of football... Well, now we do have one, but we had the director of football before who was the CEO, who was Peter Lawwell, who was buying players and choosing scouts and doing all the sort of recruitment. I mean, it's pretty clear it's come down to him recently. And he has, what's his football knowledge? What's his, has he got any coaching? Has he got anything? No, he just likes the power. Out? Do you want oh, him out? Behave. Don't want him out. We've not progressed. His job as CEO is to progress the club and it's not happened. And... The treble treble thing papers over so many cracks for him. It does. I am going to leave that there because we could go on about this all day. Didn't Rangers do well in Europe? Yeah, they did. Um, they got the recruitment right. They backed their manager. They went for players and got them. It's weird because uh, we're always told it's very difficult to bring players in. No, it's not. Like Rangers have no issue with bringing players in. They can get players in anyone they want. I mean, they've signed about 18 wingers. It's no problem. And then they go over to Denmark. They score four away from home in Europe, which I thought was hard, but apparently not because Cluj can do it. Um, and then they come home and they just pump that team. Morelos and Defoe, if they can keep them too happy and keep rotating them, they'll do well. Are you worried? Not about the league. Why not? Because over the course of a season the best squad will win a league you can win the league despite the manager almost even if you guys are in turmoil even if players term, term, we're not in turmoil the fans are in, internally we're probably not in turmoil but uh, you, you know you've got guys here 
like Lennon left Hibs, and you, you would say again, that was the other way around. You know, that was probably not at boardroom and not at the level of management, but in terms of on field and dressing room, Lennon left Hibs with players who looked like they didn't even want to play football anymore. Yeah, but that's a different thing. That's Hibs. That's same manager, him. though. Same manager, but he doesn't have players that are, are proven winners year in, year out. You know, those 11, we should, and domestic football will be good enough to beat the rest. Not every week. There'll be no fucking invincible season. And there'll be no treble. But they'll win the league. Did you do the Dunfermline game? I was working, thankfully. Um, So I was just following on Twitter. And there was a wee moment, I won't lie, where I was like, if we lose today, we might get what we want. Which is awkward, isn't it? Imagine thinking that. But your team, ah, if we lose this today, this might do us good. It's always done us good to lose to lower league teams. Uh, lower league, Cali beat us, we got rid of Barnes. Rangers beat us, we got rid of Ronnie. And I thought, if Dunfermline beat Lennon, well, we might get rid of him as well. So there's a wee bit of me going, well, I'd rather go out. But now it's like, well, we play at home to Park Thistle, then we're at Hamden. So, fuck. We'll get away with this again, won't we? You know? Like so, nah. The final game didn't go. Watched the game. Watched the highlights. Read all the sort of stuff about the game, and it was just a hangover. Like he did. Did you see the thing he did on the players that on the pitch at the end of the game? No. He did the fucking Phil Brown thing. Did he? Where he had them all on the pitch and he was talking to them. I mean, optics. He's you know? out of touch, and he. Oh, he's gone. He's John. I mean, man management. We talked about this earlier on, and you said he's not a very good man manager, and I said. As a joke. Well, thank God he's got his tactical awareness because he doesn't have either of those things. I mean, he might be... I don't know. He could be on Celtic TV. Tom Bowd's probably... Tom Boyd's getting like a two-match ban from the compliance officer. So maybe he could put Lennon up there. You know? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Uh, right. right. You've touched on this, so let's just talk about this. Uh, like, I love a good conspiracy theory... But surely to God, the whole point of your own TV channel is the people who you bring on there will come out with slightly mad shit. They are partisan. That is, yeah. That's why people are tuning in. Have, have they watched any of the other telly happens. by anyone else? Of course, that's why there was a bit where we all loved watching the Rangers TV commentary of the 5-1 <laughs> games and stuff because you can just hear the pain. Like, don't, I mean, what the fuck is the compliance officer to get involved with that? What is that? Yeah. What? Why? I don't know. I I mean, I can see like, like John Beaton. There, there was everything that happened with John Beaton last season, where John Beaton was threatened, and they they have to try and do. What else happened with John Beaton last year? Things. He had a dreadful refereeing performance. And then where was he after that? In a pub. Which pub? His local boozer. Yeah, which is quite the Rangers fan pub isn't it he's not going to go into a Celtic fan pub is he well I don't think many referees do John no um, <laughs> oh, get the tin hat on <laughs> I'm trying to think which referees I like but no um, John Beaton you know I've always wanted to say this right brings it on himself <laughs> I'm joking like he doesn't yeah, good. I'm, I'm, that, that's another one of these uh, where that is a borderline statement where you're like nope no, 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 no. I hate okay. that. You know, it's the worst thing. You know, it is. Yeah, and it excuses the worst kind of crap. It does. Eh? Um, yeah, Be- Beaton's not a very good referee. Have I you mean, seen the handball he didn't give? I actually haven't seen it. Have you, uh, John, 
I mean, no wonder Tom Boyd goes mental. I mean, the guy, the guy fucking catches it almost. You know, he's like, it's a save. It's a penalty. Like, in the world, but I mean, obviously now there's new handball rules in play. And yeah. Like, I mean, we were at the St. Mary Aberdeen game. Aberdeen should have had a penalty for that one. Clear. This one, this one yeah. worse than that. Worse than that. And it's and you can't see it. So, Tom Boyd. I mean, who gives a fuck what Tom Boyd says on Celtic TV? It's like the compliance officer coming after you. I don't think there's a compliance officer issue there. I think that there would be nothing wrong with someone at the SFA having a word with Celtic going, look, this is what's happened with this guy. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. Please don't do things in this way because it really just incites things. You know, like like people have words for people behind the scenes all the time. That's how the I world know, functions. Nothing Tom Boyd said was going to make any Celtic fan think... Wait a minute, maybe John Beaton doesn't like us. But it legitimizes these things. But you know, to hear it, it does. It does legitimize. Yeah, but it legitimizes it. It's the same way as like the far right are legitimized by being but on the But John, the far right stuff, that's important. Scottish football referees aren't important. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but again, when you're talking about perhaps endangering a person. But John, that's again, no one's been endangered. Yet. Yeah, but yeah, but that's never gonna happen. Yeah, but if you build a culture of these, we'll things. go through the list of all the people who've been attacked that are Scottish football related, and there's like three people on the list ever. Doesn't happen, but it helps control people if you say this could happen. I I think that there has to be a degree of caution, and there are people who can and can't. I just, you know, it's a nothing. What about Celtic's statement in response to it? I think they're right. What the fuck is the compliance officer getting involved for? Like, to what degree do we take this? Can Hoopy the Huddlehound be fucking now put up if he waves at someone the wrong way? Like, wh- what are they doing? What The compliance officer last year had a nightmare, yeah? A- an awful year. This year so far, low-key, and now they go after TV commentators on Club TV. Just say nothing. Like, you, you just try and have a low profile here. It's nothing. Honest to God, it was mental. And f- what what's going to happen from it? What what's the what's the sanction they can do? Like nothing can happen. Do it behind closed doors if you have to. But the compliance officer coming out and saying we're going to investigate that is ridiculous. Because now you know what happens, don't you? People now scour fucking Hibs TV, Hearts TV, Aberdeen TV. Hibs oh. TV is really good. These these boys are like the least biased. TV oh, Aberdeen TV is quite good. They were really fair. But they'll say one thing at some point. Oh, fucking compliance officer for that. So now the compliance officer will have to deal with all these fucking nonsense handballs, referees making huge mistakes, and now a guy on Dundee TV said a thing. Nonsense. A waste of fucking time. Because now they have to go after everyone. They've opened that door. Yeah, but... By announcing they've done it, they have to now go after everyone. They have to. What a waste of fucking time this is. Oh, we're going to investigate what someone said. And now, what, they don't get any action taken, but we've investigated it. I wonder how much, like, the weight of complaint plays on these things. Is this a thing where there was a massive weight of complaints? And I, I guess in the world where um, football, by a lot of people, is streamed through dodgy sites or otherwise, so then you're actually seeing... It's mm-hmm. not your team, but that audience is wider than its intended audience, and then the complaints compile, and then and then that gets clipped up, and then that gets okay, put on social media, and then it's amplified. It was up by a Celtic fan because, uh-huh. and I understand that, but who gives a fuck? It's it's nothing. It's nothing that wouldn't have been said by ten thousand Celtic fans on the day across Scotland and the world. 
Okay, let's move on. Ready? Yep. Okay, we should do um, transfers. Oh, that'd be nice. Oh, did we do the cup draw? We kind of did the cup, so let's just do the cup draw. Cup so draw you guys have got Park Park Fizzle at home, that's grand, great. I'm glad that's another 20 quid that Selig know they've got from me because the home cup ticket scheme, that won't be invested anywhere. Brilliant. Uh, Aberdeen have got hearts away. Should be a good game. Tie around that. Definitely. Interesting. Like, when Aberdeen are turgid, Aberdeen are a bit like hearts. and People don't like to admit that on the Aberdeen side. Do they not? No, it's like, oh, we're up against these hammer throws. But Aberdeen play, to a large extent, that kind of football as well. Aberdeen we play the teams. industrial football. Yeah, we can play good football, whereas Craig Levine seems to never want to do that he doesn't want at to any do point. So that's an interesting matchup. Could be us out the cup. It's a difficult tie. Uh, hopefully, well, hopefully you get our act together. Um before then Rangers got Livingston so they'll go through that seems pretty straightforward and that's at home isn't it no they're at oh, the Tony Macaroni okay sorry pardon my uh, and then who have Hibs got Hibs have drawn the other team that are good job yeah, I'll do anyway you'd imagine did Killy stay in is it Hibs come on I never know who did it right uh, oh, guess what? It is Hibs and Kilmarnock. Hibs and Kilmarnock. Yeah. Uh, yep. So, you like, put me through the ringer right? for that one. I know, I'm sorry about that. Either. Quarterfinal, right? Of course, Kilmarnock didn't go in the groups because they were in Europe mm-hmm. for three days. Uh, uh, Livingston Rangers. Rangers are through. Uh, Kilmarnock Hibs. Hibs are through. Selig Park Fizzle. Selig are through. Hearts Aberdeen. The thing that um, jumped out at me when I saw this draw is... Like it looks like the semi-finals will be the top four teams in the country. Whatever way that falls down, that's happening you know, a lot in our cups yeah, now, isn't it? There's little room for like. Nah, you don't get it. It's weird. The cup semi-finals are always the sort of four best teams. Remember the last year, the the day where they wanted to put two games on back to back at Hamden. Yep. <laughs> Rangers Aberdeen set like hearts. That was. I mean, remember they did that SFA again there. Fantastic. But yeah, so that'll be an interesting precursor to give us an idea of where teams... Well, it's well, not going to... I mean, it's a month away. It's the 25th of yeah. September these games are, midweek. So we've got a wee bit of time. Got time. Uh, let's move on to transfers, transfer rumours. Big Sam to Lazio. I mean, it's the most unlikely thing you'll ever see in your life. It could happen. I mean, it, it's, it's not happening. unlikely. <laughs> I mean, anything, any of these transfers could happen, but there's no way he's going to go and play in Italy, is there? Right, maybe this is me, but I've watched old videos of Joe Jordan. Joe Jordan didn't look that fucking good, and he didn't score a lot of goals, and he got quite a good career out of that. Um, I'm just saying, Big Sam's better than Joe Jordan. I mean, <laughs> I mean he's terrible. He's not terrible, okay, Kevin. He's, not terrible. he's in he's your fantasy league good. team, so stop. He like, might not be in it this week after watching him against Dundee. Also scored, though. Yeah, he did. He did, but he might not be in my fantasy yeah, team. Yeah, he also scored, though, because that's what he does. Uh, yeah, also, he, he might not be in it because he'll be at Lazio. Well, then he's difficult to buy. No <laughs> point putting him in at that point. He's not going to go to Italy, is he? No. I mean, that is definitely just one of those stories where someone in Italy looking to cover something... It must got, have come yeah, from a blogger or something. Well, it's in an actual paper, but I think what's happened is in a press conference, the manager has said, this is the profile of the striker we need. And like this is it. Like we need a guy who's big and tall who can deal with crosses and who will hopefully chip in with a few goals, which is what a lot of people want. To be honest, you know, there's not a great imagination there. No, and this guy scoured through like, okay, who scored a lot of goals early um, in a few top leagues and has landed on Sam Cosgrove. 
I mean, that's he must have been quite far down the list. Remember when uh, what, Stephen Fletcher was going to go to like Barcelona, Real Madrid. Real Madrid? Was there Inter Milan? I think were like it was Real Madrid. Set like a Ranger room for him. <laughs> Where did he go? Uh, Sheffield Wednesday or somewhere was it? Where Wolves he played for. Yeah, I can't remember where he went. Oh, he went straight to Sunderland. Oh, there you that go. was it. Sunderland for four million pounds. I mean, uh, they're a terribly run club anyway. So yeah, uh, but you know, Stephen Fletcher did look like a player and sometimes does, but never that level of player. The fella Everton signed for thirty-six million quid. His quotes. No, the guy Keen they've signed from Juventus. Might not be Keen, but I think it is Keen. He sent him what he cost thirty-six million pounds, and he comes in and his press conference says he aims to score six or seven goals this season. <laughs> Fucking hell, <laughs> thirty-six million quid. <laughs> Jesus That's Christ! Uh, six million pound a goal, isn't it? Yeah, set your set your goals low, though. He's not daft. If yeah. he gets ten, he'll be like, "Fucking, I'm brilliant." That's the way the market's gone. But imagine it? signing a guy for that money. He's like, "Yeah, I hope to get six or seven goals." What? A month? Surely you mean like six or seven a month's pretty good. No, that's a target for the season. So, San Cosgrove, if he goes to Italy, if he's honest, he'll say, "Well, I hope to score two goals a season." <laughs> I hope to get two appearances. He's not, uh, so he's not going to Italy, but, but he can't go to England. So no, that one's shut. But off. can he? But he can go to League One in England, can't he? Are they out with I that think transfer they are window? Out with that. Are they? I think so. You sure? Not really. Okay, is that not this that they can loan players rather? No, no, no than, I think they can still buy. I think it's, I think that's the loan market that allows them to then loan mm, off the top I league think, teams. I think they can still buy guys. Okay, I'm going to dispute that. Did you hear the body guy this week? What, wait, was that the old man? Yeah, and then he had his captain on. They had the two of them on Talksport having a chat, and it was just a fucking row. He seems like an absolute prick, that body chairman. Yeah, he looks weird as well, but he seems like a dickhead. But that's hellish. They're going to get flung out. 120 years in the league, and they're going to get flung out this week. Well, I, I think this is hiding. Well, it's not hiding. It's showing, like how badly English football has been run and the money hides, the top end money hides that. But if yeah, you yeah, look yeah. down the leagues, anyone who's tried to chase anything and then landed in trouble, you know, Blackburn Rovers for Bolton. so long, Bolton. I mean, even Neil Lennon couldn't turn Bolton around because of their financial constraints. <laughs> That's when you knew they were in trouble. But there's so many, English lower leagues are littered by clubs. Oh who, yeah, you know, even not, Sunderland. they don't seem to give a shit about it. Uh, yeah, they don't care. Like the riches are there and they do not come all the way down and then if you've been chasing that and you lose yeah. out, I mean, I don't want to. But have you have you looked at the English Premier League this week? There are there are ten teams in that that you you fucking wouldn't pay money to go and see. It's. I mean, I I put on Super Sunday there on Sunday, and it was Sheffield United, Crystal Palace. Fuck that, Super Sunday. I mean, they're they're traditional English teams, aren't they? I mean, like you, know, you can't imagine roast. them all sitting around in fucking Spain going well before the La Liga tonight. We're getting a treat. Sheffield United versus Crystal Palace with twenty million pound Ollie McBurney up front. Who'd you replace? Who'd you who'd you, who'd you replace them? Nile Forest, Derby. Yeah, but what can you do if these guys? I don't think you just can, but that. Right. But like, I think Sky must be like, oh, fuck, we've got to make Super Sundays out of this, and ten of these teams are absolute fucking toilet. Well, they've made a rod for their own. They have, fuck them, you yeah. know, like absolutely. But and then you know, obviously, they want people to subscribe, so they can never say. This is a bit of shit today, isn't it? And in theory, like the quality doesn't necessarily get any better. The price just goes up. Yeah, uh, but the teams, honestly, yeah. I was looking at it and I was like, is that genuinely what they have in that league? Rubbish, yeah. man. 
Any other big transfer rumours that you remember that you enjoyed? No, John, no. I just want it all to end. Okay. If you guys you guys are to talk about signing uh, somebody? <sighs> Greg Taylor, maybe. Great. Greg Taylor is great. You, you know how people always want to proclaim how great players, mm. things... Yeah, yeah. An- anything in the world, you've got to be in there first, first and say it. So it leads to people making ridiculous claims mm-hmm. all the time. I, I, and I, I spoke to you before about things. Yeah. Um... Greg Taylor is very good and he would be by far and away the best. He, he, he was the second best left back in Scotland. Well, but I would I would want someone, well, not that we're going to be in Europe, but yeah, so we might get him. But we need so many things. Remember that when the Celtic transfer document leaked and it had like Joe Rebo's name on it and it had all these things. And nope. Do you not remember when that? When did this happen? Oh, towards the end of last year, like the, the actual Celtic transfer document leaked. <laughs> <laughs> and it had Joe Rebon as a possible signing and Tierney might leave and what happens if we sell and and Cham will shop and, and it said we needed like a right back, a left back, a number eight, a number ten, a number seven. And we signed one of them. If if Celtic aren't to fail their own document, we need to sign five players between now and the end of the month. We're not going to do that. But Joe and Brandon Barker was on the list and Joe Rebo was on the list. Wow. Brandon Barker is not very good. I'm gonna I mean, say fuck he was like one of the least impressive Hibs players. I don't players. understand that yeah. at all. I, I, I didn't get it uh, in, in, in any way. Like um, Boyle, who they got from was it Montrose? Better player, much better player. Just because you're coming from a direction does not make you a better player. When you put them in the team, n- nothing Brandon Barker did particularly impressed me, and I don't think his stats back that up either. Like I think no. they back up my claim. I don't think they back up any kind of why would you sign him? Yeah. No, I. I, I I'm glad we didn't get him, but um, we seem to have frozen Sinclair out completely as well. I don't know what's going on there. But anyway, nah, we probably will fail in the transfer market. I can't, but the thing that Law will always says is that we have to qualify for the Champions League first and then we can spend the money. Every year we've qualified for the Champions League, we've bought nobody after it. It's a bullshit, it's a lie. Yeah, well, surely the whole point of having this 40 million in the bank is you can afford to speculate one year. Well, we need a hotel, John. So, you know. You need a hotel. For, apparently so. I live here, Kevin. I don't know who wants to come and live here. Like, John. You can see there from that window. Yep. Does that look like a holiday destination to you? What's the idea of the hotel? The business hotel. Conferences. At the at the, the velodrome, I believe. Or some shit. So what, you discuss the latest in uh, HR techniques, then get a wee tour of then Parkhead. You the bike, then you go, then on, you go on a bike. I want a shot at the team building. No, supposedly Glasgow's really short of hotel rooms. There is a okay. demand for Glasgow hotel rooms that's going to be, it's about four or 5,000 beds short of what it needs to be. Okay, okay. Yeah, because they keep springing up around the old yeah. uh, SECC there. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Like but anyway, that's what Celtic are spending the money on. Not scouts, not a fucking left back. Um, we'll have a nice hotel. Nice towels. I, I it won't nice be, it'll be cheap shit. There's nothing nicer than getting a good towel in a hotel. I like a good towel and robe. Do you? Yeah, man. I always just feel a bit like, I, like there, wearing someone else's socks. I don't care. If I go into a hotel and there's a towelling robe, I'll have a shower within like five minutes of being in there just to get into it. And I know like I shouldn't be that concerned with a towelling robe. When you go and work, you use a towel and there's every chance that bit of the towel that you dry your face with is the bit that somebody else dried their arse crack of with. Of course. But, but you, you don't can't mind. worry about that. But you think about it. I don't. There's no point. Why not? Because how's that going to bring you any happiness? <laughs> if that's your thing. Yeah, but if you're thinking about that, then you'll just start worrying about everything. Oh, this teaspoon's probably in someone's arse. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You really do make use of the facilities when you go oh, to yeah, a hotel. Oh, yeah, like I have a shot on Everson. <laughs> I love a hotel. 
<laughs> Airbnb has been a revelation to me. I am. Um, I right. Aberdeen, I think we're be- well. I've seen us being linked with a few people. Um, there's there's obviously mileage to go in this transfer window yet, isn't there? There's and there's still all the English loans that will come in towards I think the end it of it. Ends is on the second of September. Yeah, um, that's news now. Is that me beeping? Not that's you. you beeping, not me. No one talks to me. Sorry, um, it's a new phone. I haven't worked out how to make it not make. I noise. wouldn't worry about it. No, Aberdeen might get. We'll get some people in. I just hope you get Lewis Morgan in on loan, and I hope that's not part of Scott McKenna. There was a bit the other day where I thought maybe maybe you want Scott McKenna. You do. But I don't think I do. Okay. Because um, I'm worried if we get Scott McKenna, we might do something daft with Ayer. Like sell him? Yeah. Are people in for him? Is that, he's not quite there AC yet, Milan, obviously okay. Italian scouts have gone mad for Scottish football. You know, AC Milan want Ayer and Lazio want Cosgrove, so... <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm amazed Juventus haven't gone for Ryan Kent yet. Have they just gone on... Uh, Championship manager or whatever it's called nowadays, and like looked for the tallest people in Scottish football. Maybe uh, I are six five. Cosgrove, what is he? Shit, that's six, what he six is. Three, six four, <laughs> maybe is he? Yeah, no, maybe they have John, or maybe maybe this is it. They're still available, and they've seen how well Scottish clubs are doing in Europe, and they thought that's a that's a place ready to be tapped. There, man, Aberdeen been pumped out. Celtic been pumped out. Let's get some of their guys. Well, you're basically priced out the English market, aren't you? If you're, I wouldn't have thought Lazio were. No, but. Well, you priced out. No one in England's going to sell you a player now because they can't replace them. Yeah, right. So maybe they've just gone. Well, what about Scotland? You know, they've got some fucking talent up there. Well, yeah. You just you got like you know you you know when the internet came and it told you everything was really cheap because you bought direct. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Scottish football is. You don't have to try and get these guys from Liverpool or get them whoever. before. Get they them go before. There. Yeah. So like, how the middleman buy yourself a. A new Virgil van Dyke. Yep. Uh, if they want the new Virgil van Dyke, we've got some guys. Jack Henry. Jack Henry. <laughs> he might leave. There's a, there's a transfer tug of war for Jack Henry. Two teams want him. Who's tugging? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's Motherwell and uh, might even be Motherwell and might be Park Thistle again to go back home and you know like the, the returning hero. Okay. Fuck! I'm excited about getting rid of him. I forgot he existed. He was really bad. He could have played at left back last week though, and we wouldn't have lost the game. True. Um, well, you would have. <laughs> You'd still be complaining. Um, right. Let's move on to um, what lies ahead in. Oh, we haven't done enemy of the podcast. I don't really have one ready or Do you structured. Not? No. I never have one ready or structured, Kevin. I have just you not feel like that? a rant. Okay. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll be because there's enough negativity this week so there we'll, is yeah the whole thing any, everyone's my fucking enemy this week we're, we're unremittingly positive now the next week games ahead in Europe is just you guys and them Europe. guys they're, they're away to Legia uh huh that's not a fun place to go I mean that they, fuck that I've heard Warsaw is a fun place though. I've heard Legia fans are horrible bastards <laughs> I've, I've, I've been reading stuff about them like how they're preparing all their gripes for Rangers and everything. Because Poland's a pretty Catholic country, isn't it? That's yeah, pretty yeah. staunchly. The Legia fans are a mentalist, John. So, you know, I, oof, I'm, I, I'm good luck to them over there. I think that's a hard game. Legia are saying, I've told one of the Legia players yesterday saying the Rangers will be their easiest game so far in the qualification. So that's a bold move. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, what? I know for, I know Rangers will knock them out. Yeah. They will. 
they will they'll they will knock Leggy out. They'll score goals over there and come back and and Leggy won't win at Ibrox. Like not a chance. Rangers will definitely win the groups. Celtic might be in the groups. Rangers comparatively have done very well in Europe. You know, when you consider that last season domestically, you could not call that a success. They were okay. No. They got to second, but they were, were chucked out of both cups by us. Yep. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, both times. And you know that's where Rangers have to be successful. But Europe straight away into the Europa League. Yeah. Got some decent results. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a lot of what saved Gerard last season, oh, where another to. manager would have probably been out after I, that. I think. I think they'll be in the group stage, no problem. I mean. I don't know why. I don't know how they're so efficient in Europe, but they are. Like they went away to that Danish side, they scored four. Uh, maybe, they're not a, but they're not a bad side. No, but is, you know that kind of all-out attack style that yeah. they have. Is that that's obviously working because, like in Scotland, that doesn't work because teams just know to sit in against it. But like, but, if you're the home team in Europe, your kind of hand is forced to do something. Yeah, and they're at coming home. at you all the time. I, I don't know. They'll 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 knock Leggy out, hundred percent. No chance they won't. No, they'll get like a two-all draw tomorrow night and they'll win 3-0 or something at Ibrox. They'll go through. So, like, I'm not so confident about AIK tomorrow night. I'm actually going to uh, Ellen's Grands instead of going to that game because I'm in a bad mood with Celtic. So I'm punishing them. You didn't buy a ticket? I bought a ticket. I'm yeah. in the Home Cup. I have to buy a ticket. I'm obliged to pay the money. The money is paid. I could walk in there tomorrow and go, I'm not going. Fuck them. <laughs> That's harsh. Um, no. Right. Five things. Right. So John's going to do his top five list here. Yeah, we, we we brought this in a couple of weeks ago. Made it a visual item on a podcast. Maybe a mistake. It wasn't so know. good. This one will be um, a tasting item on a podcast, Kevin. So that's maybe going to work just as badly. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, you can describe these items. So, John. Okay, let's do the What jingle. is your top five? Jingle, okay. jingle first. Jingle first. Jingle bell. I can't remember how this one goes. It's pretty rocky. Five, 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 five. The five top things. Here are five things you might like. They're mostly football related. Are we out of the jingle? Jingle's done. Ready? That jingle sounds fresh. Be a transition. Can you hear this excitement? All right. So, John, what is your top five this week? Well, when you came up with this idea, you said it could be anything. Of course anything it can be. Anything mildly football-related. We don't football have to talk just about football. It doesn't even have to be football-related at all. It can be anything from the world. Just give me your top five things of a thing. Last week, on the podcast, you questioned my broken biscuits. That, yeah, that was one. That was I one. Did. I right. just like a box. So I'm going to put that right today. But I'm also going to combine it with the fact that you offered to buy me a Twix. And a Twix at the football can cost anywhere from, like, minimum... One pound fifty to two pound fifty. I think they're a pound at St Mirren. Were they a pound? Yeah, they're quite cheap. That was cheap comparatively. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, but like chocolate and crisp pies are all right at the football. Like if you two pound fifty for a pie is okay or whatever. Yeah, it's the top to end, that. but yeah, yeah. there is a pie, and you know the equivalent price is roughly not tried that to buy ridiculous. Vegetarian pies at St Mirren and they sold out. They always do. I just think they didn't. I've have told any. you that. No, I've complained about this all the time, and it's because people like you who are not vegetarians, when people like me who are vegetarians. Try and get a pie. You cunts have eaten them just because you fancied a change. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> eat some meat. Fancy a change and eat some meat, John. Like, no. Well, no, then it's not my fault. Meat. You can't be adaptable. So, my five things this week. Five, four, three, two. They have to be one. done in order. Like, number one's your best. Five's your worst. Okay, yes. Well, there are five alternative 
Um, cheap biscuits. I, I, as a general... I'm not taking biscuits to the football. Oh, people sometimes look at... In your pockets with melty chocolate biscuits in your pocket. No, you take a wee bag. Oh, hey, John, you've come... This is, you're like 70. You take a wee bag. I take a wee pack lunch quite a lot because I sometimes take nuts. As I, but I haven't brought nuts today. But nuts are a very handy snack. They're not in your top five. We don't care about We've them. not made it in the top five. Well, don't talk about it. This them. time, I'm just bringing chocolate to cut down the price of football because football's too expensive as is. So bring your own chocolate. You can also make friends with the people next year when you whip out a massive um, bag of chocolate. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and you're like, do you want to eat? And, and then you have to explain to them the concept of broken biscuits. Okay, so this is the top five of your... These are the best five things you can take to football to cut down the cost of going to football. Yeah, well... Is that what this is? Confectionery. Top five confectionery to eat at the football. Although I do have a wee surprise one in there for you. All right, okay. So number five, John, what's the fifth best thing you can take to the football? The fifth best thing you can take to the football are misshaped biscuits, number one. Too noisy. You can put them in a wee Tupperware box first if you want. You're not allowed into football with a Tupperware box, You are so allowed into football with a Tupperware box. If you look respectable enough, you can put that in your bag. I mean, you took a knife to the game we went to. That was entirely accidental. You took a knife though, John. I did. I took that knife some other places I really shouldn't have as well. (laughs) I should explain this. This is a knife that I used for chopping down vegetables and branches at the allotment. And I took it on a hill walk to cut my cheese. And then I forgot it was in my backpack. And I had my bag search going into St. Mirren while carrying this big offensive blade. Where else did I go that week? With an, I, I went some other places I really shouldn't have gone with a knife as well. Um, Calvin Grove Museum uh, went there. They've got weapons there, that's okay. They do have weapons there, so I was only preparing myself. Yeah, yeah, for just in case it kicked off. You'd have, you you would have to go and grab a weapon, you're ready. I think in comparison that knife wouldn't compete with the... I wonder, do they blunt them? Just in case. Or, nah, you probably don't touch them. Um, anyway, right, number five. Number five is... All butter, stem ginger cookies, packed with dark chocolate chunks. Remember last week you were like, those biscuits that you get, they're the lovely top-end mm. biscuits. Yeah, yeah. This is these biscuits. Yeah, but I, I'm, it's all about the aesthetic, John. You're a snob. These biscuits are coming, right? I have, and I am not on commission here. No. This is just the best thing that's happened to my life. Uh-huh. Really is discovering broken biscuits exist around the corner. How many grams of um, biscuits do you think are in this bag, Kevin? This, 500 grams. Oh, fuck off. We're just guessing too much. 500 grams is a lot Four of kilograms. <laughs> Four <laughs> kilograms of broken biscuits. <laughs> You're a bell end. 380. Right. Well, 500 wasn't fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but you're supposed to guess low and go higher. That's no, because I, I was just trying to blunt your... Yeah, I know you were. The, 380 is easily double what you would get in a packet. Of 200 in the grams. Shop. I mean, it's just under... What, are your packets 200 grams? I believe you, so, yeah. You've, you've measured this? No, it's, it's, I didn't measure it. It says it on the box. <laughs> Did you measure that or does it say it on the bag? <laughs> I mean, I didn't get the scales out when I got home. Uh, yeah, you, you, I'm just Googling Tesco. I'm beginning to think my top five of describing goals made more sense. Biscuits. This is taking longer. That's fine. Tesco finest biscuits. Oh, here we go. Where are you? Oh, you're not there. Oh. Uh, Tesco biscuits. Right, you go on with your top five. So number right. five are these. Number five, them ginger. You don't like ginger, do you? I don't do like you? ginger, no. Got a pot of tea here. Ironic. But these are high high quality biscuits available from Marks and Spencers, um, and all these other places. Just get them in a big plastic bag because they're not perfect, and the world doesn't need perfect things. One pound ten pence. One pound ten pence, Kevin. 
Uh, finest dark chocolate ginger cookies. 200 grams. You are good. I knew it was 200 grams, Sean. I wasn't making it up. You just remember that from like... I, I remember the grams of everything I buy. Makes me sound like I'd went to drugs. But I remember all the grammage. Well, anyway, double the biscuits, half the price. I'm not taking them at football. So a quarter of the price. Because at football, I, I, drink, I want biscuits with my tea. And I'm not drinking the tea at the football. I did it. So better. Never. I like Num- a wee cup of tea and biscuit at the football. So this is... It's not the environment. Number that- four. Sorry. Number four. Number is four. Another broken biscuit. Another broken biscuits. I feel like biscuits could have just been a whole... No, 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 no. Number. You're, you're supposed to sample these biscuits. What are these? These ones are... Dark cho- I don't like dark chocolate. Just give it a taste. It won't kill you. You're not yeah. allergic to dark chocolate, are you? No, nah, I'm just not a fan of it. I wouldn't take either of these to the football so far. Just, just, just take a bite. John, our tea is very cold at this point. That's all right. You can't get them. You can get them here. That mm-hmm. is a um, milk chocolate billionaire caramel shortcake, Kevin. No millionaire shortcakes in the East End billionaire. That's the East End life. What are you making of that? It's all right, isn't it? You haven't eaten that other one. I know, but again, I'm not taking that to football. Just eat one. Just pretend. You don't have to take them to football just now. Okay. Just imagine what it would be well, like. I'm just calling out your top five. This is top five biscuits to take to the football. You, if you don't want to take biscuits to the football, please. Well, I think that's the issue. I don't want to take biscuits to the football. I don't want to watch Celtic play at home. You know. You have. I did it for you. You went as an Aberdeen van. True. Right. Good. That's good, isn't it? Great. That is really good. <laughs> I'm going to check the date. <laughs> <laughs> so you can buy these at a, a shop called QSave. Yes. That's because there's never any fucking queues there. Because they sell old broken biscuits that are out of date. They're not out of date, Kevin. Storage instructions. Fuck into a cupboard, it says. Yeah. I've now got a lot of open biscuits I'm going to have to Yeah, no, have really misjudged Going to have to invite some people round for you biscuits. Um, number number two. two is caramel wafers in Why a poly bag. Why are they in a poly bag? Because they're rejected caramel wafers from the caramel wafer factory. Why are they rejected? Because the chocolate doesn't quite match the whole way around. That's it. So caramel wafers are better. What? Are you are you that offended by a caramel wafer where like you've just got a little bit? Yeah, but I'd rather. But why would you choose the the worst caramel wafer? What was wrong with this one? It didn't make the grade because it's not covered in chocolate. It is. Why is it in a poly bag? Find the gap. Find the because if you didn't put it in a poly bag, this looks like a caramel wafer that hasn't been in tin foil. Yeah, it hasn't. Well, I like it in tin foil. <laughs> You're just my, cat, my cat plays with a tin foil. You can alternate. Your cat doesn't need as much tin foil as you eat caramel wafers. I don't eat many caramel wafers. Okay. That Someone there. gave me this. I'm suspicious of this biscuit. Straight out of a poly bag. <laughs> yes. Straight out of a poly bag. I, I, I had a bag of these when we beat Party Thistle uh, 2-1 a couple of seasons ago. Um, and we turned it round from being 1-0 down to win 2-1 and it was lovely and we had a caramel wafer each to celebrate and people were like oh that is so much cheaper than a Twix yeah Thanks. but it's the same price as a caramel wafer no this isn't the same price as a How caramel is wafer that? that is uh-huh. 8 caramel wafers uh-huh. for £1.10 
That's about the price of a caramel wafer. That is John. not the price of a John. caramel wafer. It pretty much is. Four caramel wafers cost a pound. Ken. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. they do. Where are you getting your caramel wafers from? From a wee shop. They, they look knockoff. They're rejected. Knockoff Nigel sells knockoff DVDs. Thomas Tunnock Limited, 34 Old Mill Road, Uddingston. Well, I'll tell you now, right? See, see Thomas Tunnock. Mm-hmm. Massive member of the No Campaign. I know. I can't believe he didn't eat his biscuits. I don't eat Tunnock's tea cakes anymore. Giving them up. Because fuck them. Yep. Well, at first... But I, you can support the no voting campaign with your knockoff biscuits. Yeah, I, I thought about this. And the fact that um, I'm also buying the biscuits that aren't good enough to sell, I'm just increasing his profits exactly. more. You're just you're an enabler. He could be giving these to the poor. He could be, but he's not. He's charging money for them. Yeah. To fund those lot. Yeah. Boris Johnson's essentially your fault at this point. But you could go on then. Enjoy your little bitter biscuits. I mean, they are cheap. Bitter together. <laughs> right, number one, Kevin. Number one on number this one list. Number one of snack items. Now, now, a minute ago, right? Can I just say a minute ago, you said these are my, my top five or top five biscuits to take to the football. Your words, John. You can make this top five anything you want. I'm happy for you to make it anything you want. What's your number one biscuit to take to the football, John, to, to save you buying a Twix? Let me just say... Uh, <sighs> oh, Jesus Christ. I'm doing top five next week. Healthy living is important. It is, John, it is. A Granny Smith yeah. apple. We Granny Smith apple. Oh, the well-known Granny Smith apple biscuit. That's... That's an apple. What happened is... Number one biscuit to take to the football is a fucking apple. I went to the shop and they only had four different varieties of broken biscuits. I can tell. So I decided to make apples number one and a good message to children to don't eat too many sweets. You're making messages to children in the podcast where you've sworn several times. Next message. Swearing is fine. Children swearing is absolutely fine. Just don't do it directly to a teacher um, or only to your granny if she's sworn at you first. Never swear at your granny. I know, if they're swearing. I know, but no, don't. Really? An apple is number one biscuit. Oh, that's a good sound effect, though. This has gone on for about three hours. And if you eat one of them immediately after a chocolate biscuit, it reminds you of Halloween. How much are you eating at the football? I'm not taking them all. It's not top. But at football, because I can't be guaranteed a macaroni pie, I have to take a packed lunch. If you get there early enough, you're guaranteed a macaroni pie. But I don't want to eat my pie until half time. Well, that, no, that I've, I've done work. this before where I've gone in and bought the pies to be on the safe side and kept them. I've actually wrapped them, wrapped them in tinfoil in my bag. Listen, we are very different <laughs> fucking people, aren't we? And then at halftime, everyone's rushing off to get a pie, and I'm like, "Here's one I purchased earlier." I just, it's just sensible, Kevin. More people queue at halftime for a pie than do beforehand, and the pies are only mildly warm by that point, anyway. I'm not even sure how we can cut that down because it's mostly just me talking shit about biscuits. I'll be fine. Aye, hey, right, league fixtures ahead. This yep. weekend. Who are Aberdeen playing? We are playing Kilmarnock away. The cup draw. How weird is that 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 happens? After you get drawn together in the cup, you tend to play the team you've been drawn with. We haven't been drawn together in the cup. Have you not? Hibs. Uh, Hibs. We've been drawn with Hearts. And it isn't weird at all. <laughs> but yeah, it does happen quite a lot within and the fixtures. Why do you think you're playing them in the cup? Because uh, we're playing them in the league. I don't know, because you haven't uh, done any research. because we talked about in the league. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we, we looked at buying tickets, but you can't go on Saturday and I'm working, so we're not yeah. going to that game, are we? Nope. Uh, you'll win that. Aberdeen won that 2 0. Oh, are we doing predictions as no, well? No, no, well, we'll do predi- If we're talking about the game, I mean, well, you're doing it. Yeah.
Um, one one. I'm a bit terrified. Our away form's dreadful. I'm not. Well, I'm just not going to go. How do you take what we've done so far this season and then predict confidently predict we'll get an away win? Because look what they've done. Yeah, they did all right against Rangers. That's like. Did they, John? They lost. Yeah, but comparatively, so. Um, plus, they're still in the cup. Uh, did you hear um, Gary Dicker's interview on Radio Scotland this no, week? No, I didn't. Gary Dicker is great. He's very funny, very articulate, uh, quick-witted. Um, and I think there was a bit where they asked him, like, how uh, Alessio's settling in. And he just took, like, a really long breath and went, fine. That was my Irish accent. There you go. Well, <laughs> like, uh, that was yeah. a bad Irish accent. It was really bad. I wasn't even prepared to do that Irish accent. But basically... No, but maybe the breath, we'll get you to do impressions for all the games. The breath told you everything you need to know about yes. what's happening at Kilmarnock Things are right not good. Now. Okay, so you say 1-1, I say 2-0 Aberdeen. I, I believe in you. Hamilton-Motherwell. A derby game. That is a derby game. Motherwell, Motherwell won that. You'd imagine so they're better, but then Hamilton have that ability to... 1-0 Motherwell. Uh, hate, I'll take Hamilton lose every single fucking week on this by the way I'm trying to two, manifest 2-1 two Motherwell 2-1 Motherwell 1-0 okay. Motherwell okay Hibs at home with St Johnston Hibs haven't been great no that's really interesting but St, St. Johnston has a dreadful start <laughs> like. uh, I'm going to take Hibs to win this I'm going to say Hibs will win 2-0 that's my prediction too. But you can still have it. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying give it back. I'm just saying that is my prediction. Mm. I, d- I don't know. St. Johnson have been struggling for goals. Hibs don't look like they're a flea flowing team. But no, they don't. Two 0 Yeah, and then the other game on Saturday is Ross County home to Livingston. You go first. That is very interesting. I'm going to put my money on Ross County. I'm going to take Ross County well on that as well. So far, um, Livingston actually don't look anywhere near as bad as everyone expected them to be either. After losing so many key players, uh, they, they've kind of managed to keep it ticking over but I think Ross County because they can score a lot of goals because Livingston's defence is not as good as it used to be uh, I am going to go for Ross County 3 <laughs> Livingston 1 I'm going 1-0 Ross County ok well ok then. then Sunday TV game so men and home to Rangers 1-1 one, one. Ooh. I was quite impressed by St. Yeah, me too. And I think that's another game where they could probably do that. Rangers are coming off the back of Europe. Of course, they're going to make all those changes like they've done before and it's uh, worked for no, them. Here we go. This is what I think. I think Rangers won't make changes. Do you not? Because if Rangers make changes and drop points, they'll be behind Celtic, maybe, going into the first Celtic Rangers game of the year. They won't want to be behind going into that game. Puts pressure on instantly. So I think they'll win. I think they won't do the big change. I think they'll that game. I think they'll have that game as a we should win this, so we're going in level with Celtic, so we can maybe get a three point gap going on. So I'll take Rangers to win that. I think Rangers won that two 0 mm. I'll stick with my one one. I think he's tied to the idea of squad rotation, and he's going to do it. And he's rotated it enough that none of these players are coming in at the cold. I'm just taking it the context of when the games are. Celtic Rangers the following week. They don't want to go in there two points behind us. That's the quickest way to make the points back up. It's fine. Mm, and then the last game of the weekend, Celtic Open Hearts. Celtic will win that and it'll be 2-1 and it'll be fucking rubbish. I think it's hard to argue with any of that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hearts are... I, I, I remember Craig Levine's Hearts at this time last season. Remember that, Ken? Yeah, you know, I know. Remember until we injured all- John. They got injured so That happens. Yeah, but like Naismith is on his way back, isn't he? He's been in uh, he's Yeah, he's about but he played I mean I put him in my fantasy league last week and he got taken off at half time. Yeah. I did the same. 
that's not gone well. No. My, f- my first week fantasy football was fantastic. I, um, I mean, it wasn't as fantastic as my first week. You guys aren't going to keep a clean sheet, are you? I was just looking at that. I don't know. Uh, I've got a wee question for you, though. Who are you going to have as your fantasy football captain this week? I think it's difficult with Celtic Rangers being in between European games. Mm. Do you know, my captain might be Sam the Man Cosgrove. <laughs> what about the Lazio transfer? Well, if, if he can get that out of his mind, if he can stop thinking about living in Rome for a week. The, the captaincy thing just basically doubles the doubles points, points. does it? That's how it does it. Yeah, you're looking for a double point guy there. Um, normally, I mean, the, the issue I have with Rangers is I quite like I mean, you could put Defoe as your captain, but you might go Morelos that week, or you could put Morelos mm-hmm. that captain, and then Defoe's the you know it's difficult with them. You don't know who they're picking. Do you know who I'm going to pick? I've who? just looked at my team here. I'm going to pick Scott Allen of Hibernian. Oh well, he made that pass. He did make that pass. I mean, they could beat six fucking one, and they're on about this pass like Jesus. Eh? But against St Johnston, he's a decent captain. He's a guy who will provide assists and provide mm-hmm, goals mm-hmm. from midfield. That's how you rack up points in it. Yeah, absolutely. So you know that's what you're looking for. Um, I, I, I've changed that team. Like in the guidance to the team, it's like go make sure you've got a balanced team. Fuck a balanced team. Make you sure you've got people going to get points. You're not trying to win yeah. three points. You're just guys who do shit. It's not a real team. It's not a real team, mate. I'm not sending them out there in the Europa League. Fucking hell. Yeah. No, I don't know. Who I'm going to have them a captain this week. I've I might. Got, like I've got a back three in my team because. Do you know who I'm going to have as my captain this week? I'm going to have Scott Arfield as my captain this week. Well, that's worth a shout. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go for. Midfielders get extra points for goals. Yeah. I'm going to put him as my captain. Watch Rangers fucking drop him. Bet Gerrard's listening to this and he's like, fuck that guy. So currently my team is, and I don't know if I'll, oh no, I will, I'll I'll, I'll drop Halke out of the defence because that doesn't seem like a sensible move. Well, he's playing Celtic, isn't he? I've got Scott Bain, Tavernier, Halkett, um, Michael Fraser at uh, Ross County. Um, who I will keep, who provides quite a lot of assists, so he's handy. Ryan Hedges, we'll see how he gets on. Um, the boy Smith, at, that I said to put in. The mm-hmm. wee, the yep. Yep. I've not made Hamilton. any changes since then. Uh, Christie, Scott Allen, Naismith, Griffiths, Cosgrove. That's quite a good team. That's not a bad right. Premier League selection. Where are team. you overall in the world, John? In our league, um, which if anyone wants to join, by the way, is the Chips for Winners Championship. I think there's a link there um, on the last podcast. It. Yeah, we can find that. And you can just click that. Uh, I am second in our league, and where do I find out where I am overall? Above Leagues, that, just going to check. Um, the Ladbrokes, welcome to the overall league. Okay, so where the fuck are you? Oh, sorry, uh, list of leagues. Uh, in there, it'll show you. See that bit there? Oh, you're not on the phone. Then oh, would, I'm on the laptop. There. I'll just show you where I am in the Chips for Winners League, John. Uh, Chips for Winners Championship, and I just switch it over. Yep. That's what I do. Um, after the first week when I was up about 150, I am now 760th. Oof, overall. awkward. Oh, are you much higher, Kevin? How are you? Currently 125th. Oh, you prick. And I'm only like four points off the top 80. Ooh. Running Ooh. this bitch. Ooh. Uh, and also in the Chips for Winners League, let me just check. I am. Oh, there I am at the top winning. I'm second, though. Yeah, I know, but that's but, great. But yeah, but it goes to prove that we are those... Well, it doesn't prove it after three weeks, but, you know, consistently there with some knowledge. I've only, I'm, I'm, I'm only 80 points ahead of you currently, so yeah, that's not anything that to play for. That isn't actually that many. Kevin. Running out of games, John. You're going to need snookers. Uh, yeah. Where's... Um, 
Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. 760. The first week was just ridiculous for us. Yeah, Marcel got seven. Yeah, we, like, we and both had Christy as captain. Christy as captain was lovely, yeah. 400 points. Anyway, it's well worth it because it's nice to have Fantasy League. If they would actually just bring back predictions as well, because that's good fun. I know, I don't know why they got rid of that. Yeah, uh, I, I think basically um, they couldn't be bothered getting someone to update all the algorithms I'd and maintain it. the servers and blah, 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 blah. You blah, said that blah, blah, blah. once, surely. Well, you said it up once, but then if your operating system's around that change, then you have to like change that to meet that. You could have done that. You could have done that anyway. So, you know, like if they jazzy up the website. Bloody the BBC. Do you know what I mean? Let's um, call it a day at that, will we? Because we spent far too long talking about biscuits. Well, one of us did, yeah. No names. Bring back a better five things next week. I might do an actual proper football thing for five things next week. Or I might not. Maybe I'll do my top five fucking scented candles. So we'll see. Right. Love a scented candle. Don't make fun of me. No, I like them. Do you? Oh, I do. I'm a bit snobby about them, though. Uh, I always... Scented candles are a bit like, what smells in here that you're trying to hide? Well, I have cats. Well, that's true. Yeah, get the scented candles. <laughs> so <laughs> no fine. issues with that. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> what am I trying to hide? I'm not trying to hide it. I've cat got cats. Shit in the he shits in a box. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he shits in a box. We need something that will maybe dampen that. Uh, well, let's hope this week's much better than last week. Last week was rough, man. Last week was rough. I've got a lot of work to do between now and then, but we will squeeze in some football and uh, bring this back sometime next week. Yes. Cheerio. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you're You, you don't mind the long ones, do you? No, I like long ones. I like all my podcasts. Stop.